G'day, I'm Sean. And I'm Jack. And welcome to a cheeky little bonus episode of In The Sack. We are doing a little bit of something different today, still in the spirit of Movember, as yeah, November carries on. We've got a little guest, don't we, Shawnee boy? Oh, mate, we have very excited. We have a uh, we have we have a learned a learned guest and a frontline trooper on the men's health uh, on the men's health charge. It's fantastic to have Ollie here, Ollie Bannister. How are you doing? Doing real well. Good to see you, boys, and good to see your top lips looking. Absolutely excellent with those follicles sprouting. Sixteen days in, follicular philanthropists. Ollie, before I, Jack has a you know a gamut of questions he wants to ask for you, but one of the things for the for the listeners that have been listening a little bit, and one thing that we debated on back and forth as as November contributors for a few years, and you're probably like the expert opinion that we can go to on this because I am going like I'm going to refuse to believe that that wonderful, wonderful ripper upper lipper that you are sporting right there is 16 days old. Please yeah. don't tell me. I've, I've cheated don't me. a little bit, mate. Oh, cheated. here we go. Yeah, I know, I know. And the elders at MoHQ had a little bit of a word at me about it, but it, okay, if, is this you can, a debate if you can have a look, if you can have a look, it is pink. It was pink. And my regrowth starting to come through, so I'm a little bit more of like a Neapolitan ice cream operator right now. <laughs> on top and yeah, it is very cryptic, but this was pink and it was starting plenty of conversations. I'll have you, I'll have you know that the crew. We've got a little bit of a crew at MoHQ called the Mo Police, and I had to have a little mm-hmm. bit of a word with them um, prior to me dying my Mo. And the one advice they said to me was, "Look, if you're going to diet, make sure the rest of it is neat." Um, so that's the rule here. Like, <laughs> obviously, you start mo one. You're meant to be shaved down. Everything's meant to be clean shaven. Then whatever happens to your upper lip happens. But you mm-hmm. know, we're, we're creating a space for all mos, um, and the dyed ones will start a lot of conversations. Ah. So as long as I'm yeah. keeping it neat, which is like I'm pretty neat right now, and I can see you boys are freshly shaved in as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're good to go. I am uh, so fresh. It is this morning. I had the. I just got back from a little travel trip away, and I had the the full travel beard running like it was just probably this length all over. And I've just gone. It is time to absolutely show the ferocity of my half length mo. The beauty. So 100%, my, my two week plus two days mustache is starting to. Re- but I've got the. Uh, I don't know if this is kosher to say, but I've got the reverse Hitler. Like the the bit of a gap in the middle, yeah, mm-hmm. and it just ne- it doesn't disappear until I'm a good month in. Yeah. Look, I reckon you could shave in like a nice sort of like pencil thin one there <laughs> with like the gap in the middle. I th- I think that that could be a really good looking uh, upper lip. Now, uh, Ollie, look, let's hear a little bit about you, mate. I know you do work in the Mo HQ for Movember. Like, talk to us about what you do and what. Maybe let's move to like, you know, what drew you to do that with the team? Yeah, no worries. So I've been on board at Movember for about three years now. Um, and my day-to-day is, you know, a complete mixed bag. Like today I was watching some bloke push a lawnmower 108 kilometers around a cricket field in Wyndham Vale, Victoria. And boy, was that wild. Yeah, it's the he's gone for a Guinness World Record for the longest distance mode in 24 hours holy hell <laughs> it was clipper related it was clipper related 
You it's know, mow. it's a mowing. He's bring, mowing. Yeah. He's mowing. He's mowing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so on topic. It, yeah, look, it's not a mow, but he's mowing his mm-hmm. own way. So it's up to him. Um, and then, like, on the weekend, I was up in Brisbane seeing a bloke run 200 kilometers around a park, um, New Farm Park in Brisbane, in like 30 degree heat, all for Movember and men's health. So. Just some of the links that like our fantastic community go to to um, not only raise a buck but also get some conversations started, get people all together, and just have a yarn about how they might be doing is so powerful. And I guess my own story um, is I guess we've all got a story of like the why behind what we do, of course, and, um, of course. what we're connected to. But um, a couple of years back, my grandpa um, made an attempt on his life. And he was unsuccessful, but the the key thing about it was I didn't know about it. He didn't tell anyone. It was sort of a situation where he's quite like a stoic individual, that traditional masculine sort of type. Um, always my hero, really. Like um, I would always look to him. He'd always have the answers for everything. But um, there's a change in his situation. He felt like a, a loss of agency overall. Um, and, yeah, ended up making an attempt on his life. And that was just a wake-up call for me um, in general, trying to understand, okay, you know, if he's feeling that way, why didn't he talk about it to anyone? Why didn't he open up his mouth? And maybe that's also a place where I've been in the past as well, obviously not with a, um, a suicide attempt, but in terms of not reflecting how, like wearing a facade, having that mask on rather than truly expressing what's going on for me at that point in time. So when the job at Movember um, popped up, I was like, hell yeah why not this would be like marrying my work with a purpose um is so powerful and it's a great motivator absolutely and it's so good that you've got that sorry i probably shouldn't say so good but i feel like a lot of a lot of people that are working or at least you know at least trying to assist in the space of mental health specifically usually do have a key driving factor and that is usually friends family or personal based you know like at the end of the day it is all it's all words until you really experience it yourself and that's really powerful that you know you have that experience and especially like you said from someone that was this figure of uh that rock that stable figure in your life and it's it's more often than not they're the ones that are because they are you know that rock for so many people they are struggling themselves and not really having those discussions and taking too much on absolutely mate and look the the stats speak for themselves really three out of four suicides here in australia are men over the course of the day we lose seven men to suicide so it's not cancer it's not anything else but ourselves that is the number one killer. And it's just a complete shame that men feel in a, in a position where traditionally we haven't been able to speak up um, and we feel like we need to suffer in silence. And those toxic masculine norms have um, created a scenario where we grin and bear it rather than open up, turn to someone and say, hey, I'm struggling. So, yeah, that's what November is all about at the end of the day. You're probably feeling it right now with those itchy upper lips that you're seeing someone else on the street looking at one another giving them a little bit of a head nod a little bit of a wink but also it starts conversation with your community as well like hey why why do you have that mo and you say well it's for movember it's for men's health and look how are you doing 
and check in. So that's the power of the mustache overall. Um, and I've been honored to don it for a couple of years now and, and have that feeling and have that um, sense of connection throughout the month with my community as a whole. I love that term. I love that phrase you just used earlier. It was uh, the power of the mustache. Something that comes up in a lot of Jack and my conversations that's reoccurred a lot of time is silver linings. And from that dark situation, which you've just described, that wonderful silver lining is your ambition and your your, your challenge in, in your work, but also in your life and your, your pursuit to start those conversations. And you've, you've, you know, you've regurgitated that a few times today and starting that conversation and having that as such an important to you is the silver lining. Your outcome and what you're doing, what everyone at Movember is doing is the silver lining to these conversations, which can be tough, but you're engaging in it on such a regular basis that, you know, I know this comes from Jack, this comes from everywhere. We, we say thank you and we've, you've got our like, full support and you've, you know our communities that are around there and people that have helped us and reached out to us over that. It's been absolutely phenomenal. What are some of the ways that we know the mo? We know we can grow the mo and we know we can get the funding behind it. And, and I know about the um, like the 60Ks. I know yeah. was it was 60Ks. Like, you dedicate your 60Ks and you're logging to come. What are some other ways, some of the creative ways that people are starting to really connect with the Movember organization? What are some ways that are either new and funky or just like hadn't like a, like that are coming out of these conversations? Or oh, you want some wild attempts? You're, you're, I want all of them. I want, want them all. Some wild attempts. We do. Yeah. We do. We do. All right. All right. So last year, my own personal fundraising attempt was uh, 30 karaoke live streams in 30 days. So the, essentially, <laughs> the gambit was that you uh, donated 50 bucks to the Mo Space and you got to pick a song, any song, and I would have to learn it. Then at 6 p.m. sharp. Um, I would go on Instagram and live stream myself singing that karaoke song. <laughs> and holy heck, there is me singing Boogie Wonderland is something that is better left off in the ether, mate. Um, so that was a that was one of the the fun ones um, I got up to last year. We had a, a Mo sister who donned a hot dog suit every day of the month as she left her house, and she incredible. Had, yeah, I had she was, I hope she was a back. judge. I hope she was a judge or like, you know, or a high-ranking member of parliament. I don't know. What would what, what, she do? Is she a sister in there for the Movember campaign? She's my sister in my HQ, okay. but there's, there's some footage of her driving across the Westgate um, bridge <laughs> as a hot dog in a car that just is like unparalleled, really. Um, we've, got, we've got a couple Quality. of... Yeah, mate, it was huge. We've got a couple of um, Mo's that... Yeah, dye their mo's multicolored. Like this was the pink was. It's yeah. been done before. There's some rainbow mo's. There's um. I, I got this dyed up with a crew up in um Balan who dyed their facial hair. They're called the truck stash drivers, and they're <laughs> essentially yeah. They're essentially a bunch of like agricultural truckies that um have heaps of peroxide and heaps of hair dye and. This was completely vanilla to what was happening up in a shed out in the land, but there was like purple mows that went into bearded sort of things. Um, there was ones that wrapped their way around their head and went, you know, rainbow, that sort of thing. But it just oh, like... What? Yeah, man. I'll, I can share some photos after this, but they... Please. Were, yeah, yes. they were doing some real, real big stuff with that um, with that hair dye. Just seeing a, a, a full-grown man sitting there drinking a beer out of a straw as he's got probably about 500 mil of peroxide on his face and his eyes are just 
watering. <laughs> oh, it's too good. It's like how much pain can one endure purely for a good cause? And that's like, I feel like every time Movember pokes around, there are people that are just putting themselves through the absolute ringer, either whether that be like, like you said, things really basic as dressing up as something or going through physical pain, like, you know, running or, you know, going oh, yeah. live on an Instagram singing, even though you can't sing, which I'm assuming you are not much of a singer based on your Boogie Wonderland description. Oh, but... that was a hard one. I kind of rate myself as a singer, to be fair. But oh, hello. I don't hello. Know. I've got the microphone, but I'm going to leave that one. There, hey, there was a guy that did 30 marathons in 30 days last year. And he, each day he'd just get up, have some breakfast, run a marathon. Incredible. Next day, run a marathon. And then he finished up on I've the 30th of November. Personally... And then 1st of December, ran one more. Stop it. Yeah. So he closed it out. He didn't just like run it to the end of the month. He started that month fresh as well. Yeah. It was just like part of his daily routine, which is just bonkers. Crazy. Completely. I don't think my legs would quite survive that. Although I'd love to see, and you know, there's there's some really recent renditions, you know, of um, people that are doing some pretty extraordinary things for charity. We'll take um, Ned Brockman, which I'm sure both of you would have seen the amazing uh, run from one side of the country to the other, knocking off two marathons a day for a total of whatever it took him a month and a half or something. Which, for me, there was there was something that he uh, spoke about, and this this absolutely blew my mind. Right. Uh, speaking of like the human body and the things that can endure, he tore some form of tendon uh, on the front of his leg, so somewhere on his shin, that basically allows your foot to flap back up as it runs. Because obviously, like when you're running, you're pulling your foot up and then landing again. So he tore that. Um, that's the one. Thank you, Shawnee boy. Now, because he did that, and he still wanted to keep running the two marathons a day. He apparently has taped his foot in some way, so it just locked in that much, and it locked into that upwards motion, and he kept on running. He kept on going through it. What a man. But speaking of runs, now, Sean and I are in the process, early stages of setting up the... uh, You know what, Sean? You are better at explaining this than me, but the one mile. Now... This is the ending to our... Oh, the, the stash dash? That's what we call it. Stash. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Oh, here we go. The, yeah, yeah. The stash dash. The name. Stash, yeah, yeah. So stash dash will continue. The stash dash is like... The, the history of the stash dash was a couple of years ago. I think it was... I think it might have been pre-COVID when it happened. So we all saved our last 5K of the 60 to do together down at Stewart Park down in Wollongong. All wearing white tees with permanent markers and we all just went and kind of looked a bit silly and... Um, some friends, some friends of mine looked a bit silly, and weirdly enough, on the day, everyone like brought their coins, had a barbecue, and just it was, it was, there was beers involved. So the, you know, beers at halfway, beers at the end, and no one really remembers the running part of it. But it, I'm pretty sure, just from looking like absolute twats, we doubled our money. Like just on the state, people were like, what the hell are you doing? I was like, yeah, we finished off November. This is the last game. People were like, holy shit, oh cool. Like we'll end up writing on it, and then the, you know, as the beers started flying, the messages on each each person's shirt was more and more, you know, sentimental to like, yeah, oh. man, really appreciate your friendship, and it got really lovely, and it was just, like, it was a phenomenal day, which was supposed to be an afternoon, which I guarantee ended with a lot of sore heads the next day because 
I don't remember what time it finished. It was wonderful. <laughs> so it's back. It's the slowest mob. Yeah, it's going to so get. The stash we'll do it dash again. continues. We are oh, yeah. going to be doing it in Wollongong again. Yeah. And um, we're hoping for, you know, the best of turnouts that we can and anyone that can and is willing to rock up, you know, we're cool. calling out for anyone to get involved. And look, at the end of the day, it's all in support of the amazing Movember. So make a fool of yourself, dress up. It's going to be... It's going to be in support on the 20, 26th of November, I believe, the last Mate, Saturday I'm, of yeah, yeah. November. I, I'm not going to lie, guys. I have some serious KMs to click off before that date. If if if, if that's okay, if I'm going to stay true to the November, you know, as a, a November purist and save my last five k, that that bindi from 2015 has to come out, and I have to, you know, I have to click off 55 k's between now and then. It's two k a day, mate. You could you could do that walking to and from your fridge. She'll be right. No, I've got to run it. Got to run them. I don't. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll have a look at the Apple Watch. We might have some re- retrospective, uh, you know, kilometers. We'll see how we've we we'll see how we've done. I'll only add the ones that uh, are, are log that I can prove. You know, need some you know evidence. What? I reckon. No, no, no. Let's not half-ass this. I just did the math. You've got to run four point two k per day for the rest of this time. Whether that's on a treadmill, whether that's out in the open, I reckon you can get it done. And you know, I'll bang my buck on it and do the exact same with you. Yeah, done. Done. Fuck it. Let's do it. I'll do it and I'll Let's document it. Let's run some Ks. I'll do it and I'll document it and it'll go up on the potty page. I'll t- it I'll, will, absolutely. I'll, I'll tag in Ollie because there's no way I can get oh, enough hair. Because there's, well, there's no way the I can get my hair long enough to dye it pink in that time and that's something that I would definitely be <laughs> interested in for the day. Well, and Ollie is going to be our, our voice of reason in the background to keep us accountable because you're sitting there listening. You are deep in the mo space you know you were and not only an advocate in your own right but you work for the bloody people so you better be the ones kicking yeah. us into gear when we need to yeah 20 26 like i'll be watching i'll absolutely <laughs> be watching and we want that we want that upper lip looking a bit pink Oof. come Ooh. on i reckon we could get some this is a very good addition to it let's get some um mo dye for yeah, the day. I, the, look, I've had a lot of these chats and it's peroxide first, dye second, and that's the way that it works. That's that's how you Noted. get... Yeah, what, so make sure the canvas is set and then... What's then the timing? Dye. How long do you have to How long do you have to peroxide for? About an hour. An hour? Oh, it's on there for about an hour, yeah. So you got some stinging eyelids for about an hour. Yeah, that's what it was you did. a little... Yeah, up the nostrils and in the eyes, but like I had a small amount of peroxide compared to, you know... Okay. One of these blokes who called himself Captain Crack Sparrow. I'll I'll add a caveat. I'll add a caveat to it. I don't. I don't have a number yet. We don't have a number yet. We'll come out with it, and I'll I'll post the number within a couple of days. I would like a certain amount of money before I turn my mo pink because I'm going to be proud of it. To be honest, I might even have kept it through Christmas, right? But I will go pink if we reach a target. I don't know what the target is yet, Jack. Any ideas? Once we reach a target of things, if we reach it by the 26th. Yeah, if, re- if we reach if we, if we reach a numerical value on donations to the to the pod space on a cert- on the twenty six, it's gone pink. It's gone purple. Ten it's gone grand. Color. This. Ten grand. Ten grand. Do we have that in? Do we have that amount of support? Do we, we do. We, we do? do. We can get ten grand, I reckon, and let's grand. push it because we're getting ten grand for the best of causes. You know, like at the end of the day, people aren't just gifting us money. Done. People are giving this money to a better cause done 10 grand on the most base page of you know in the sack whatever jack's got going on on that most page 10, 10 grand and i'm going pink or purple whatever the people want 
Well, that's the thing. We'll put it out to the people, whatever color they want it to be. You don't have Let a choice on this. Let the people decide. Let the people decide. Let done. The people must decide. It's the most <laughs> imperative part of this conversation. And at done. the end of the day, it's going to get them sparking conversations about things. And you know what? That's exactly the full round circle here. The pink ripper upper lipper on the top of Ollie's lip is exactly what draws people to have the conversations that yep. are tough at but, sometimes but they shouldn't be mm-hmm. See, Ollie, it's a chat Ollie's, Ollie's got the Ollie's got the lush stash to, to get people talking I have to go to the other end of the spectrum mine's going to be so like hideous and wispy it's going to have the same amount of conversation I hope Ollie I hope it, I hope it generates mate, the same amount of conversation the, the dodgiest moustaches start the best conversations mate. <laughs> it's not it's not the Celix of the world yeah. that are you know starting these conversations it's definitely yeah. the Michael Serra's mate and yeah. yours is looking a little <laughs> bit Sarah like maybe maybe it'll be maybe yeah. a little bit of just for men in it before yeah. you before you do the die who knows <laughs> yeah no absolutely 16 days and of love and affection that's what it is yeah should we get some like we'll oil it up we get, and you know what you've got a bit of a challenge on your hands there Sean because you've got quite dark facial hair maybe you're going so, out half on the peroxide yeah, I was about to say, you might have to have a little bit more time. My moustache, really weirdly enough, and I'm not sure, this is obviously a genetic thing. If you look closely, although it looks sort of brown, I've got one of every single color hair in there. I've got red, gray, black, brown, and every variation in between. It's so weird. <laughs> but when it grows out, it's like there's a blonde the paddle area. Pop. There's, yeah, I've got a straight up rainbow paddle pop on my lip. And Ollie, really funny factors so i rocked the mustache for the better part of five years obviously i was fashion fashion choice fashion choice but obviously i was running the i did the shave at the start of or the end of october and then would jump back up and would just run it for the rest of the year now we had a very interesting conversation with my girlfriend on the podcast a couple of weeks ago and i want to know whether you've run into this same scenario firstly are you single or taken I am taken. Very good. Very good. That means you'll have a detailed explanation to this. <laughs> this is what I needed to hear. Now, when we were discussing uh, with my girlfriend, Courtney, the delicious upper lip slugs that we love to don at the end of the day, we do love them. And sometimes they are frowned upon in the long term, but they should not be because Absolutely they are not. great. Absolutely now, not. Co- Courtney has opened up the panel when... Sean started rocking a new moustache uh, with the rug burn s- sort of ideology. And she started saying that it is not favorable. Now, I want to hear from your personal experience, Ollie, is rug burn an issue? Probably because most of the time I rock a beard. So oh. there's less of that burn. Because you're not okay. copping, you're not copping underneath either. So you know, maybe just a little bit of that top lip action. You know, when you get a little bit close. But you know, leaving the beard behind, I usually get good reviews about the mustache. <laughs> it's pro pro mustache. Less isn't ah, le- less isn't is more. More is more. Everyone knows that. More is more. More is more. More is more. We need more mustache. More I, mustache. I am not satisfied until I can braid my mustache. That'll never happen, but I really wish that could. Hey, man, we see if, if we double if we double that 10K, you have to leave your thing out till you get that Jack Sparrow. You can, like, bead, like, one side of it. 
Oh, oh yeah. There we go. If you're not doing that in the month of November. Let's be honest. You're not doing that in the month of November. That's that's commitment. No, of course not. That would be hair extensions on the moustache. Movember's more than a month, boys, and men's health is a year-round crisis, and I think that you can grow that moustache out and get some beads on it, you know, maybe January, February time, you know, heading towards testicular cancer awareness month in April. Maybe get some beads in that thing right then. Oh, now we're talking. So we're talking, I'm going to be returning to the long-term <laughs> moustache, potentially. And, it, you know, what? that would be a conversation starter, wouldn't it? My girlfriend will probably disown me, but that would be a different story that I'll have to, a bridge that I'll have to cross at a later date. More is more. Absolutely. Just, there'll be more of you to love, mate. Yeah, exactly. Who wouldn't want more? Ollie, that does spark a few questions for me. And I like can't help but agree wholeheartedly with what you said. November is more than a month. What... How do people contribute to you guys outside of the month of November? How, like, what what are the things that you guys run for the other eleven? You know, so Movember, um, we've got a monthly giving option. So people who you know might not like to grow the mustache or might not you know want to run that sixty k, so they can donate monthly and um, you know contribute towards changing the face of men's health. We also are involved in the push-up challenge, which you might be aware of, where you yeah, do 3,139 push-ups um, across the month, and that's the number of people lost to suicide in the previous year. Sometimes it changes, but um, in mm-hmm. the previous year, and that's in June. So November is one of the beneficiaries of that, um, so you can get involved in that. We also like fund projects all year round, so not around like the fundraising side of things, but um, we make a bit of a song and dance around testicular cancer awareness month in April, mm-hmm. um, and testicular cancer is the most common cancer in young men, so men aged 16 to 34, and highly curable um, if found early, like survival rate of about 99%, but just getting that awareness out there, you know. Like, not on the podcast right now. Don't check them right now. But when you're in the shower, um, make sure you know what feels normal. And, yeah, and if something feels a little bit different. Most of the people listen via audio. You know, no one's going to watch the video. I haven't even done my hair. That's right. But for those <laughs> few that do, I mean, they're getting a they're getting just a little bit of free in a show. Exactly right. And at the end of the day, they're listening in and then watching in and going, oh, what are they do? Oh, is that some... Oh, I don't Could remember be. signing into OnlyFans. <laughs> um, <laughs> And maybe something else that our, our viewers would want to know, what are the initiatives? Maybe something you could enlighten us on. Where does the money go? What, you, what are you doing? How, how are you benefiting the, the community, your, like men's health and stuff like that? What, where's, where's the, the donations? Where are, they, where are they going into for men's health? Absolutely. So there's, there's been over a billion dollars raised by these fabulous upper lips and moves and hosts and whatnot. Um, and they go to about 1,250 programs across the globe so 1250 it's a huge huge number and some of the, like the real fantastic ones that are happening right here in oz um ahead of the game which is a mental fitness program for sports age children november signed a partnership with the afl and that's being rolled out to 60,000 sports young athletes across australia we've got uh November Conversations, which is a conversational chatbot that helps you um, have those harder to have conversations with someone who you might be thinking is struggling from poor mental health. So that's a great one for anyone who's on the um, podcast right now. They can just search November Conversations and then head there. It's free. It's gender agnostic. It doesn't matter whether you're a, a man or a woman or however you identify, you can model a conversation with a chatbot and then that helps you have that harder to have conversation and keep it, keep it open rather than, you know, we can jump to solution mode a lot of the time rather than just listening. 
That's phenomenal. People need, That's yeah. a very interesting point. It's a very interesting point as well. At the end of the day, these conversations don't need to have solutions when they're had. It's about opening up the conversation to be able to... And look, I'm not going to say I'm an expert at this because us being, you know, three... Ollie, I'm assuming you're probably in your later 20s, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 30. 30, there you go. Late, late Ooh, 20s. 30, 30s, 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 late 20s, Ollie. You and I. Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Early 30s, late 20s. Having those conversations, or at least having any conversation, you know, um, a lot of people, specifically males, default to solution mode. How do I fix, fix, fix? It's a really, really common occurrence. And sometimes noticing, or at least opening up the conversation to notice the things that are wrong, that can't be fixed straight away, but just sort of recognizing and understanding that even just having a little discussion about it starts to chip away at the load. And that's the whole purpose, in my opinion, of what these conversations that Movember is sparking is doing. It's not fixing problems. It's about opening up problems so that they are able to be spoken about and are able to be chipped away at so that everyone that is struggling can kind of work through it in their own way. Mm. It's that that pressure valve. It's that pressure valve. I I, I find that quite often when people are going through things and it's very easy to isolate yourself, especially, especially, I don't have experiences from any other gender, but speaking as a man, you know, from a, from a, a European background, you kind of, it's really easy to isolate yourself. I shouldn't be upset about this. I shouldn't be, you know, I shouldn't, I shouldn't find this as hard as I do. And it's so isolated in my own opinion. And a lot of the time it's not the incident, it's how you're dealing with it. And having those conversations is that pressure valve because if you do sweep those things under the rug, they will manifest. And if you don't have the processes in place to get over, you know, that thought process, that issue that you are unable to cycle from, you just keep going back to the same thing and you keep sweeping it under the rug, it's going to build and it's going to manifest in 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 something that, you know, you're otherwise unable to process by not engaging in the process. So those conversations are so important because you just, you know, you can you can share the load just by voicing it, just by having those ears of mates, just by having a beer or a coffee with someone that you genuinely feel is listening is just such a wonderful pressure valve and, and a way to, to process and make things linear when they're otherwise cyclical in, in your own mental psyche. Absolutely. And I think, you know, from my experience with mental health, Ollie, to give you a brief background, like I've struggled a lot with anxiety, mild depression in the past, been on meds for anxiety for quite some time now. And a lot of the times it was that build up to a point of break when all of these little things, these little hurdles in life that get you along the way, they can be dealt with one on like one by one as you go through it. And that's by having these conversations with your mates, like Sean was saying, or family, whoever your network is. But then when it gets to a point that you're not dealing with those things as you're going along, it gets to breaking point. There's only so, you know, so much of a mountain you can climb by yourself without, you know, jumping in a car and driving up the rest of the way. And that's what I think these conversations do. They get that vehicle for you and make it easier. Lighten the load. Yeah, for sure. There's a great analogy of just like our mental health is like a glass jar and each sort of like stress in our life is a rock that sort of enters into that jar. And if the jar becomes full and we're not emptying it, it completely breaks and shatters. And that's what happens in a mental health crisis. And as men, you know, like you say, it has been a situation in which for some reason or another throughout like our entire existence, we're in an environment where 
talking hasn't really been the way that we go about things. You know, we, we, we really just scrape the surface level when we have a conversation with our mates, when we're at the pub or when you're, you know, catching up for a coffee, sort of that surface level chat. But this should be the generation of change where, where men are moving beyond the banter and really engaging and checking in with their mates at a time whenever it is. And that's only just going to continue on. And hopefully we can role model that behavior for that next generation to come too. Absolutely. And mate, that, that line right there is probably one of the better ones I've heard to put it into perspective. And that's beyond the banter. It'll probably be the episode name of this because that's what it is. It's opening up a conversations beyond how good's the weather. And it's an important thing. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt, mate. And like, you know, you check in with your mates, you you come home and we, we talk with like our partners and they could tell us like the 15 things that's gone on with their friends and how they're doing over time. And usually when I come home, my partner asks me, hey, how, how is it catching up with your mate? And it was like, yeah, he's good. That's, that's it. And that's it. Like, what, what's that's the deal it. with that? Plug it's so yeah, surface it's level. That's all right. Yeah, it's going well. He's eating from beer. Talked about the talked about work. He was chipping away at the blocks all day. You know, he's all right. Few calluses. No worries. <laughs> Far out. Like. Far out. It's uh, we're working on it. I think we're, we're working, working on, on it. All right. It's a work in progress. Just give us a break, okay? Yeah, but in, in, in saying that, don't understand. It's people like you, Ollie, that are on the forefront of making that conversation normal. People like you and the guys at Movember that are really, you know, pushing that pushing that normalisation of that conversation. So once again, I said at the start of the episode, mate, thank you and thank you for all the people that are at Movember for what you do and, you know, the, the, the foundation that you're supporting and we're trying to support, but you guys are on the ground running. You guys are the ones pushing the conversation and we're, you know, I know Jack and I really appreciate it and a couple of the listeners we know appreciate it that have, you know, reached out and we are, we are happy and we are appreciative of everything that you do at the organisation. Oh, thank you so much. But uh, we have a saying here at MoHQ and it's, um, we're just the roadies and you are all the rock stars. So it's each and every one of you that are rocking those upper lip slugs this month or moving or doing whatever you can, or even just turning to someone and saying, hey, how are you going? Or just telling your mate that you love them at the end of the day. That's the power um, of community and that's the power of the mustache. And from the tips of our mozo, bottom of our hearts, we thank you for what you're doing. So... Keep up the good stuff, boys, and um, stay hairy. Oh, we are trying our utter best. Now, mate, Ollie, I can't thank you enough for coming in, uh, having a chat with us, sort of opening up about what Movember is, what, you know, your personal story as well. That's really, really kind of you to share. That is exactly what we need in this world. You know, people like yourself that are setting the, I guess, the foundations for what normality should be like for males and at the end of the day you're also working for an amazing cause that supports so many other variations of issues that males and or females struggle throughout their life so thank you and to finish it off ollie mate you have been great in the sack today my friend (laughs) cheers boys tap the sack 